Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 429 of the Juice Box Podcast. Today's show is special. It's with my friend Jaden. Jaden is 11 years old. He's had type 1 diabetes for two years. And in that time, he's had to overcome a couple of different issues. Jaden does a remarkable job of sharing his story and articulating his feelings. I hope you enjoy listening to our conversation as much as I enjoyed having it. Today's show is with 11-year-old Jaden, and Jaden wanted to come on the podcast after he heard Jonathan on episode 384, After Dark, Bipolar. Jaden has had some issues with depression, and he's had type 1 diabetes for two years. He came on the show today to try to help other people, and he did a magnificent job. Some of you are probably skeptical of guests that are very young, but I implore you to listen to Jaden. He does a great job of explaining his situation, and even towards the end of the episode, has some revelations. It's incredibly worth your time. Please remember while you're listening that nothing you hear on the Juice Box podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Please always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. This episode does not have any ads, but I would like to remind you that the Juicebox podcast is sponsored by the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor, by the Contour Next One Blood Glucose Meter, the Omnipod Tubeless Insulin Pump, Gvoke Hypopen, Touched by Type 1, and please don't forget to visit the T1D Exchange. There are links in the show notes and links at juiceboxpodcast.com to all of the sponsors. You can get to them directly by typing in dexcom.com forward slash juicebox, contournext.com forward slash juicebox, myomnipod.com forward slash juicebox, t1dexchange.org forward slash juicebox, touchedbytype1.org, and gvokeglucagon.com forward slash juicebox. That's it for the advertisers today, but please remember that by supporting them, you're supporting the show and keeping it free. So if you have a need for an insulin pump, a glucose monitor, a meter, some glucagon, helping people with type 1 diabetes, or getting involved in research, please consider using these links. Jaden, how old are you? 11. 11. Wow. I don't think you're the... Are you the youngest person maybe to ever be on the show? I'll have to figure that out. I'm not certain. You might be. Um, how old were you when you got type 1 diabetes? Uh, nine. Nine. So you've been doing this for a couple of years? Yeah. How's it going so far? Um, no, I don't like it. And it frustrates me and stuff. But um. Before, I wasn't taking very good care of it, but now I'm trying to do better since I heard that 
I was going to be on this and I was trying to do better before, but it just always frustrated me. And I've tried to, um, basically, as my mom would say, I try to um, overcome it and I try to like kick its butt and tell, like, I try to like tell it that I'm better. So were you trying to overpower diabetes without taking care of it? Yes, and I would like sneak snacks and stuff, but um, now I'm like taking better care of myself and stuff. That's really good news. Well, let's find out a little bit about that stuff before, you know, when you were a young man of nine. So um, yeah. you get type 1 diabetes and you're, how is it? explain to you or what's your understanding of it when you get it do you remember um well i had to stay in the hospital for two weeks and a day um i i originally went into the hospital because i got hit in the head with a basketball playing a basketball game um and so I, I just had a really bad headache and I went to the hospital and I, well, that, that day I woke up with a, uh, red eye and it was also, uh, it was also, uh, puffy. Mm-hmm. So, so my parents took me to the hospital and they said I had MRSA and then it was like, they said I had MRSA and orbital cellulitis, and it was like inside and behind my eye. Wow. Be- yeah, and then so they um ended up um like I still wasn't doing good and stuff. So like one night um I just started uh, wetting the bad bed really bad, which I like never really did Mm -hmm. and um my mom told them to test me and they tested me for like strep throat and stuff and everything that it really couldn't be and so um we told them to um my mom told them to test me for anything else and they tested me for diabetes and it came back like 500 or something yeah my sugar was like 500 and i just like my mom was outside crying in the hall and i'm like go ahead tell me and she told me and um i started crying and then um yeah i just cried a bunch and i just felt like life sucked and everything and uh, my sister, uh, she came some of the days, and so did my dad and my mom. And then um, I got a bunch of letters from the kids at school, and that kind of made me cheer up. Um, and um, the people from our church. and um, So you got a lot of support from people, and that, that definitely helped you feel better? Yeah, and then there was one lady that was there at the hospital, and she was my favorite out of all of them. And uh, she um, played games with me. Like, there, we had a Wii in there mm-hmm. that the hospital supported. 
I think we had a Wii, an Xbox, and a PS4. But uh, my sister didn't get an Xbox till like last year, so I didn't know like how to play on the Xbox and stuff, and I didn't really like it. Right. So that crossed out the Xbox, and I don't like PS4s, so. I just played on the Wii because we have one, and um, Jaden, it's funny, isn't it? You weed in the bed, and then you got to play Wii in the hospital. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so was the cellulitis in your eye? I know that you were really little when this happened, but was that a function or part of having undiagnosed diabetes? Did they say? Do you remember? Exactly. Sure. No? Okay, I'm not either. So, I mean, I just made a pee joke and I'm 50, so I don't really know a lot about medicine. Um, but okay, so you got to the hospital, they found a number of different issues. That's probably why you were there for so long. The, the, the diabetes part of it, but they're also helping you with the cellulitis and that you got hit with the basketball. Did you have a concussion by any chance? Um, I think so. What have you learned from this? You got to keep your hands up when you're playing basketball, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, what happened is, um, Actually, I don't think I had a concussion, but what happened was um, my friend was making, well, so right before that happened, I made like a a very long shot. It was like the middle or uh, second to middle on the, on the other team's side, and I shot it, mm-hmm. and um, I made it, and... Um, then my friend tried to do the same thing, and I was, like, talking to one of my other friends because I didn't hear the whistle blow yet. Like, it was – well, it was after the game, but uh, my friend was making a shot, and me and my friend were talking and stuff, and then uh, he, my friend shot the ball, and it hit me in the head. He mistook your head for the hoop, you think? I guess so. Yeah, does your head look like a basketball hoop? <laughs> but he's – I don't know, I don't but so. he he was pretty bad at he's pretty bad at basketball, and <laughs> yeah, I he that always out. <laughs> he always yeah he always tries to do shots he can't make like he's always short on basketball. But he diagnosed you with type one diabetes. <laughs> well, my mom thought I had it before that, but oh really? Yeah. That's what she thought, but um, my friend, he uh, felt really bad, and he said, I'm sorry, and I said, it's fine, dude. I imagine, Jaden, I imagine at nine years old, he probably felt terrible. Like, he probably felt like he hit you in the head, and then you got diabetes. Yeah. Yeah. Did he get you a good present for your birthday that year at all? Do you remember? <laughs> Um, I honestly forget what he, I think he got me a big gift basket as soon as I got home filled with army guys and, yeah. uh, monster trucks. I see it works. Um, and that's a long time ago. That was like 20% of your life ago. It was a really wa- a long time ago. So yeah. Jaden, do you have any other, um, health issues that you're dealing with besides the diabetes? Um, I mean, no, um, I mean, I have um, a little, I had a little bit of depression and I still kind of do, but I had to go to a psych hospital, but because I just, there was uh, a couple years ago, Mm -hmm. um, I just wasn't like very good, but um, I had to go there and they made me take off my 
devices and stuff. Oh. Let me ask you the the way you felt that led to going to the hospital. Did you feel that way before the diabetes or was that after diabetes? I think I always want to blame it on my diabetes. I think I want to blame everything on my diabetes, but um, I think it was a mixture of that and I'm adopted and I never got to see my birth parents or anything, but they're, they just weren't in a good state and stuff. Like they're into a bunch of nasty stuff. So, and a lot of my siblings are, but uh, this last year I got to uh, talk to my birth sister. Mm -hmm. Her name is uh, Passion, but um, yeah, so that kind of helps relieve a little bit of like pain and stuff in me because I just kind of feel, I kind of felt abandoned because like, as soon as I was born, like three hours after I was born, my mom walked out of the uh, hospital to get drugs. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, um, but um, I'm adopted. Did you know that? Oh, you are. Yeah, yeah. I was adopted when I was. Um, I mean, I was put up for adoption right away when I was uh, born, and I think my parents got me probably in the first month or so. I, I had to go to. Uh, like through the foster system, I guess it was like it was a hundred years ago, so it was a really long time ago. I think basically <laughs> they took me out of the hospital and they put me in a cardboard box. And a nice lady came by and she took care of me for a while, and then I got adopted. I think that's about what happened. I might be wrong, but um, my parents adopted me, um, like I said, in the first number of weeks of my life, and I've always known that I was adopted. I don't remember being told, um, and. I find sometimes when I'm talking to other people who are adopted that they kind of fall into like one or two different pretty specific categories. I feel like they either really care that they're adopted and it's upsetting to them um, somehow, or they don't seem to mind at all, or at least say they don't mind. And mm -hmm. I'm sure there's other char you know, characteristics around being adopted, but those are the two that I've bumped into the most. And I, um, I never had that feeling like, um, like, I wish I knew who everyone was and, and that I could meet people. But I understand that you felt that way. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you think maybe underlying throughout your very, uh, throughout your life, you felt like you just wanted to meet people and that why would somebody just leave you? Is that kind of the feeling? Yeah. And, um, like, it just kind of made me it kind of hurt me, like, just knowing that someone would do that. Like, if I had a kid, I want to leave them to go get drugs and stuff. Yeah. Like, Jaden, I can tell you that some of the best lessons that I've learned from my dad, who's no longer alive, um, and this is the man who adopted me, it, um, like, you, it, you hope that you learn from adults what to do, right? Like you hope that somebody does something and it's a really great example. And then you just go, oh, like that's how you be a good person. I see it happen every day. My somebody in my family or my life is a good person. And that does happen. You will meet people like that where you can kind of be aspirational about them. And I met plenty of people along the way who were like that, but they ended up being people I worked with or 
friends that had great traits. And I know this is a weird conversation maybe, but what I learned to do was to look for the examples in other people that I hoped came from family. Yeah. And and so if my family didn't do the things that I thought were very valuable and worth, you know, trying to mimic or or be like, I would, you know, do it the other ways. I, I, I used to work with a guy who had a great sense of humor, and I thought that made a lightness about him. And I could see that he had problems in his life, but he never acted like it. And I thought that that's a good way to be. And I had been like that when I was younger. Um, I met people who were very thoughtful, um, kind. I've met a man who was very giving, uh, just a lot of people along the way. And I would just kind of cherry pick, just take the good parts of them and think, well, that's something that I might want to do. Um, but back to my dad, who was my adopted dad, not even my birth dad, he was just, you know, he was fine, but he wasn't a great guy. And what I would do is I would see the things that he did that I didn't think were good. And I would just think, all right, well, there's a good example of how I don't want to act. You know what I mean? And so yeah. sometimes people um, are good examples in a bad way. Sometimes they do something that makes you think, all right, that's definitely not a way I want to be. And, mm -hmm. you know, so sometimes it's just how you look at it. Because you could be sad that they're not the people you want them to be. Or you can, you know, turn and look at your mom, you know, now and say, here's a person who really cares about me and is taking care of me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It sucks, man. I know. But I can tell you it's going to get better. And there'll be times in your life where you'll look back and you won't even remember feeling like this. Really and I can happen. even say that my mom uh, cares about me a little too much. Does she? How come? She just does. Like, she's all, like, she's just taking care of me. And it, sometime it, sometimes when she takes care of me, it just gets kind of annoying. <laughs> but in a good way. Moms that are good are annoying. All of them. <laughs> Is she hugging you too much, you think? She, she knows that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... Wow. Well, I can tell from the times that your mom has written to me over the years that she really loves you and cares about you. And I think that's terrific. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you, man. Look, you have somebody just like you wanted, you know? Yeah. Right. And um, my, like, I like hanging out with my dad. Like, my mom's the one who cares about me. Mm -hmm. uh, my sister's the one that grumbles about me. And my dad is the one that as soon as I, as soon as he gets home from work or as soon as I used to get off the bus, he's the one that would wrestle with me. Yeah, that's how it goes, man. That sounds like a good family to me. Like as soon as I walk in the door, he'll like tackle me. <laughs> well, tell him to be careful because you don't know how to catch a basketball. <laughs> Are you not, I realize the boy threw it at you, but that's not the point. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. Interesting, I guess. Do you can you tell me? You said you went for your depression. You went to a hospital. How long were you there? Uh, I think I was there about uh, a week. Okay, and um, well, shorter than the diabetes. That's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Did they teach you? Like, what do you learn there? How do you? What do you get out of it that helps you? I mean, they. They basically, like, do yoga there. It's kind of weird. Teach you to relax a little bit? 
Yeah, but um, the lady that did yoga, she was a little bit of a psycho. She those, was crazy. No, 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 Jaden. Those those people are called hippies. They're not. Um, <laughs> she's not crazy. She's just you know, she's just living life a different way. That's all. Did did she teach you anything that was valuable? Um. Well, um, she was really crazy and. <laughs> Uh, me and someone else was like laughing at her, and uh, we kind of bonded there. You found a friend making fun of the yoga teacher. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I think they're they like do there. They try to set they they try to make like uh, really weird um, activities to do to try to help to try to make you think you're calming down by it, and then. In order to do that, they have to have like a crazy person up there, and then the people laughing bond and make friendships. <laughs> so you think, and that, that's how they deal with their depression. <laughs> Jaden, you think that this lady's so smart that her plan was to irritate you into having a conversation with the person next to you and forming a friendship? Maybe. Hey, listen. Then if she did that, she's kind of a genius, don't you think? <laughs> right. I guess so. Jaden, did I just hear that your Omnipod might be expiring soon? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. How long till it's done? Uh, like two o'clock. Two o'clock. That's what it was doing, right? Yeah. yeah I could probably sing that in my head. Um, <laughs> it's cool that it tells you when it's almost done because I would forget sometimes. Yeah. If it didn't. So you said earlier that you have been trying to take better care of yourself your diabetes yes in in preparation for coming on the podcast a little bit of that and i was also trying to do it before good but i will say that before i wasn't trying as hard okay but i was just trying to um do better and i'm gonna try to work harder even once this is done nice and but i just didn't want to come on here with like an a1c that's like eight or nine there's nothing wrong with that man you're getting to something you're working it out yeah but um i my mom always wants me down to be like she wants me to be in the best condition i can be so in the future i can like be healthy and stuff because her dad was um a type two or type one i forget mm-hmm. but um he didn't really take care of himself and um that was part of the well he just then he um just didn't get around very well he yeah. wasn't in a good shape well Jaden, let me tell you, you your health is the most important thing that exists so yeah. nothing else works if you're not feeling well. You know that. You're you haven't been alive that long, but you've you've learned a lot of stuff and one of those things is when you feel better, you feel better, right? Yeah. Yeah. So and you- and also um our friend from Florida, he lost his leg because of this. So she just wants me to be the healthiest I can be. Well, that's good advice. Although you can't count examples from Florida cuz there's something up with those people. <laughs> right, I don't know what it is, but the craziest news stories in the world come out of Florida all the time. Honestly. That's true. Right. Yeah. Have you ever 
once saw a news story about a boa constrictor like killing an antelope and you're like oh that must be like you know in africa or something like no no it's florida yeah no, that happened while we were down there <laughs> i was trying to make up something crazy Jaden, but what is it you saw in florida well i mean we saw some crazy stuff we saw we while we were down there the newspaper came and like an alligator had ate a kid almost or something <laughs> like that That's terrible yeah. Jeez, that makes your life seem much better, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, right? Like, I mean, at least an alligator never ate you. She yeah. Could, we should have, like, a moment of silence for the kid that got eaten by the alligator. <laughs> I didn't mean to make you laugh there. I might be like that yoga lady. <laughs> Was she wearing baggy pants, Jaden? Um, a little. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they weren't super baggy, but... Were there flowers on them? Yes. Mm-hmm. What else can I guess? Was she wearing a tank top? Uh, no. No. That would right. be too crazy. Too crazy. She's probably not mm-hmm. allowed to. Probably not allowed to do that around the kids. But okay. Um, <laughs> so, what is it? Do you listen to the podcast? Um, I mean, my mom will sometimes listen. I, I you mean, though, I right? wouldn't. I don't do it by myself, but my mom would sometimes listen and. Like, if she's uh, listening to one in particular that I like, maybe, like, um, the one with Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Um, I walked in from school, and I heard her listening to it, and I asked her, can you restart this? And she said, why? And I said, I'm, I kind of want to hear it. And she said, okay. And we listened to that at dinner, and uh, that one was good, and... We listened to a couple others that I forget, but Jaden, do you know it still freaks me out a little bit to think that that somewhere in Ohio a family is having dinner and listening to the podcast at the same time? It's hard for is me. Is that a bad thing? No, it's a great thing. You should be listening twenty four hours a day, Jaden. That's not what I'm saying, and on uh, on different devices too. But my point is, is that uh, it's um, if you ever do something like what I'm doing, you'll find out that your expectation in the beginning isn't that it's going to be as popular and that it's odd, not odd, but nice and kind of strange to think that at the same time all over the world, like people are listening. It's, um, it's a little mind bending. I was going to say something else, but you're too young, but it's just, it's a little mind, unless you like to curse and it's okay with your mom. And then, you know, I'd like to know what your favorite curses are, but we'll do that at the end. All right. So, um, but but so what have you been doing with your diabetes that's been helping? Because your your A1C is coming down? Yeah. Cool. What are you doing? Um, I mean, I think a little bit, um, I mean, I think that what started to make me think to try to bring it down and stuff, there's two things. Mm-hmm. This and, like, I want to, like, be on this and stuff and I um, wanted to try better so I wouldn't be giving like I wouldn't say bad examples but I want I wouldn't be giving a um a like example that was like my A1C would be 12 or something okay so let's pick that apart for a second first thing why did you want to come on the podcast I wanted to help people. I wanted to maybe um, get some ideas from other people how to help. Mm-hmm. I wanted to. Um, um, I wanted to like 
do what my mom told me I should try to do. Like she told me I should try to be on here. And she said maybe it would help. Yeah. I have to tell you, Jaden, I don't know if you realize this or not, but I have a very long-standing rule in my life, and I, I pay very, very close attention to it. Um, I never break my rule, but I break it for you. You're the only one I break my rule for. It's a simple little rule, but I do not correspond with children directly. <laughs> so even like my, my daughter's friends, like my wife will be like, hey, text Arden's friend and ask. I'm like, why do you think I have a 16-year-old girl's phone number? I do not, right? Because, Jaden, if things ever get sideways, you know what I mean? If the man ever comes, I don't want to be seen as texting with kids. I, you know <laughs> what I'm saying, right? Like, yeah. I just think people would see that oddly. But you, every once in a while, you send me a nice message through your mom's account online, and I'm always happy to talk to you. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you're the only one I do it with, just so you know. Uh, otherwise, you're uh, that's it. Because 11's the new 15, really. So we can hang. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, so you're trying to help people out, yeah. right? And by just, I guess, telling them what's happened to you and what you've done might might help them. Like, sort of like maybe Jonathan helped you. Is that right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's funny, man, because um, pe some people, some adults don't like to listen to interviews with kids. Mm -hmm. And so... Like every time one comes up, I'm, there's part of me, the part of me that wants the podcast to get downloaded a lot. It's like, I don't know, kids sometimes don't like, but then I realize how helpful it is to people who do want to hear it. And then I stop thinking about that. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm really happy that you're doing this. And I'm glad that you had like a goal. Like it doesn't matter mm -hmm. to me. Like a goal to do better is a goal to do better. But then you have to moving forward from here, have a goal that's for you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to continue to do this for myself so that I can, you know, be healthier. Because you must feel better with your blood sugar lowered, no? Yeah, I do. What does it feel like when it's high? Um, well, I was about to get to that in a minute. Um, oh. The second reason I, I want to do this. Jaden, I didn't mean to rush you. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. Okay, thanks. What's your second uh, reason? The second reason I want to do this is because um, in a car ride uh, to a to uh Ghanaian wasn't it no to uh yeah Ghanaian no wait hold on while you're thinking about that try not to let that wire up because I want to hear what you're I really want to hear oh. what you're saying okay yeah so no no don't be um, sorry you're I fine think it was uh to Trawford County you're reminding me of my uncle right now Jaden I have an uncle who is very careful to get all the details in a story right, even the details that don't matter to the story. And you just, you were just like, we were in the car on our way to, mm, was it Greenville? No, was it? No, it doesn't matter, man. So you were in the car, you were in the car. Where were you going? Uh, I think it was Crawford County. Okay. And, and something happened. Um, and, in the car ride, like, my sugar was high that morning, like, to where it wouldn't read on the uh, sensor. Okay. And um, it just said hi. And uh, my mom was up yet, and uh, my dad didn't know where my uh, poker fiend was. So um, I think it we found it. But my mom checked it the night before because that was the night that we changed it and it fell like by the couch 
because she fell asleep by it and knocked it over. Gotcha. And, um, but anyway, uh, we left and my dad said, try to bring it down, um, with your pump. And I said, okay. So I gave myself insulin and we waited a little and my cousin was with us. So, uh, I sat up front cause I wasn't feeling good and I can't sit in the back if I don't feel good. Mm-hmm. And if I, yeah, but, um, and then like I gave myself insulin again, uh, cause I still wasn't down. My dad stopped at Tim Hortons and he said, Eli, do you want anything? Cause that's my cousin's name. And he said, uh, maybe. So he went in and, um, my dad got something. Eli got something. And I said, dad, can I have something? And he said, okay, you can, but you better not let your sugar go higher. And I said, I'll try not to. So he got me, uh, the drink I like. And, uh, we went a little more and I couldn't drink my drink because like, I felt like I was going to throw up because mm-hmm. you typically do if you're high. I mean, yeah. and, um, so I ate the, uh, I tried to drink the shake, I mean the uh, coffee, but I couldn't do it. So I set it there and my dad had to drink it because it was melting. So um, like on the way to a gas station, because we were making a pit stop, I threw up in the car. Okay. And my dad was like, um, are you okay? And I said, I think we need to stop up here at this gas station. He said, okay, we'll do that. And, um, yeah. And then I had to get the rest of the ketones out by peeing. So, um, yeah. And so, then. So you had a really high blood sugar during a car ride with your father, who doesn't sound like he's not the main person who helps you with your diabetes, right? He's more of the, yeah. the wrestling, tackling guy. And yeah. so, um, and the poker was jammed under the sofa because your mom fell asleep with it. By the way, this is why you're not supposed to smoke laying down because you could fall asleep and burn the house down, except your mom fell asleep and knocked the poker over. Very similar situation. And so uh, without the fire, <laughs> you know what I mean, kid? And so and so you're having this, obviously your blood sugar is super high. Was it normally high a lot or is that wasn't common? Um, It wasn't really common. That was, well, it's, Typically high, but, um, I mean, it's not typically high. Like my sugar is like a roller coaster a lot of the time. It will go up and down and up and down, but, um, it's typically high, but, um, Okay, so but this so this is something that you've had to deal with in the past. You just didn't have all the tools to take care of it. You're in the car. It doesn't make you feel good. Like there's a lot of different problems. Yeah, uh, but I mean, it's never been like high for all day. Pretty much, it's just been high for maybe an hour or two at the max. Got you. And um, so I wasn't used to it being high all day. And typically, um, so I have a uh, kind of I wouldn't say friend because. I like I knew him when I was growing up, but I was too young to remember it now. Mm-hmm. But um, he's been well, not now, but he's on Florida right now, I think. But um, 
he has type 1 diabetes. He's a friend from church, and uh, he's my mom's friend's kid. Uh, he's uh, 21, I think, 21, 22. Mm-hmm. But um, he has this, and um, he, we like, me and him talk after church and stuff and uh, stuff to, like that. But yeah. um, but he said that, like, he was surprised that I didn't feel anything when I was high. Because, like, when I'm high, I don't feel nothing except for that day, like, Every time I'm high and stuff, like if it was for two hours, one hour, 30 minutes, I wouldn't feel anything like it would just um, feel normal and I wouldn't feel anything. So he was kind of surprised about that because like he said he always felt something when he was high. And um, I said yeah it will probably hit me more sooner though and as soon like as soon as i said that like a couple days after that the car ride happened and i'm like great (laughs) but um and at the gas station um yeah i just didn't feel good at all and i think i threw up again there yeah and then we ended up going to um i think the next stop we went we went straight to crawford county yeah, but uh, and then uh, we tr- we went to his grave, uh, Crawford's grave. No, Colonel Crawford, that's it. And we went to his grave, and um, there were a bunch of other tombs there. Jaden, let me stop you for a second because I'm I have been since you started talking about this this part of the story. I have been trying to figure out what Crawford was, and now I'm thinking you were going to visit like a like a historical site with your dad yes, and your Colonel, cousin, Colonel Crawford. Colonel Crawford. Yes, and, and he uh, he was friends with George Washington. All right, hold on a second. He didn't happen to know Colonel Mustard, do you think? Hold on a second. Third. Um, I just learned that I don't know how to spell Colonel. That was pretty embarrassing. Hold on a second. <laughs> I got it. I'm on top of things now. Colonel Crawford <laughs> High School, oh, is in Ohio. Colonel Crawford Tomb. We're gonna figure this out together. William Crawford. Does that sound right? Uh, I don't know. Okay, so you were off. I see a painting of him, and let me tell you, he looks fancy. Um, <laughs> he, he does. I'm not making this up, Jaden. Um. So you and your dad, and your I, I'm getting this now. You and your father and your cousin went on like a little day trip to check out like some historical sites. Yes, it was for my school. We gotcha. went up to Colonel Con, Colonel Village or whatever it's called, and um, we went to see his tombstone. Gotcha. You didn't throw up on his tombstone, did you? No. <laughs> Good job. Way to hold it together. Um, all right. <laughs> and you <laughs> now though now what does this story about Colonel Crawford, which by the way, Colonel Crawford 
is a strong contender for the title of your episode, just so you know. Um, or Colonel Mustard. I haven't decided yet. Um, <laughs> what what does that have to do with why you wanted to be on the podcast? She said there's two reasons you wanted to be on the podcast. She said to help people and then because of something that happened in this story. What happened? Um, well, um, we once I flew up, I felt better and stuff. But um, we went to go out to eat after, and my sugar was still high and stuff. And we didn't seem to think that there could be something wrong with my pump. Mm -hmm. So we just kept going and stuff. And then I said, wait, what if there's something wrong with my pump? And dad's, and my dad was like, oh, that could be. And uh, I gave my slow pencil in with a shot, and I came down a little, but not too much. And I still wasn't feeling good or anything after but um we were gonna eat at bob evans but then we ate at taco bell i think run for the border i got like seven six seven cheese roll-ups six or seven cheese roll oh to try to stay away from the carbs uh i think those have actually a lot of carbs yeah, I, I don't know that you can get anything at taco bell that doesn't have carbs did the pump site end up being bad you did you learn that through injecting or no uh yeah we did and it worked a little and then we went to taco bell and because like we already gave myself insulin for bob evans and then we realized that um it was closed so we had to think of a high carb place that we could eat because i think i gave myself like eight units because i was gonna have a piggy pancake like two of them Hold or on. something. Uh, piggy what? Say that again. Piggy pancake. Piggy pancake. I'm Googling. Hold on a second. <laughs> oh, it's a pancake that looks like a pig. Yeah. Oh, Bananas cool. as an eye. Uh, chocolate chips as its smile. That's cute. Yeah. Hey. me. Uh, my grandma that passed away. Uh, she passed away, I think, last year or something. But she used to always take us to Bob Evans when we stayed the night, me and my cousin both. Right. And and we would always order the piggy pancake. It was our favorite thing to get there. Nice. Now your episode is going to be called Piggy Pancake, in case you're wondering. That was pretty good. <laughs> hey, listen, I only have two pieces of advice for people. Uh, if your blood sugar doesn't move when you're injecting, you know, when you're putting insulin with your pump, a quick and easy way to see if your pump site is bad is to inject some insulin with a needle. And because if you put it in like that, and your blood sugar starts to move very quickly, you can assume that maybe the, the, the site is starting to fail. That's the one thing I tell people all the time. The second thing I tell people, uh, Jaden, is don't eat at Taco Bell. That is not really <laughs> food. Um, that's not good for you. Listen, um, let's take a, like a small sidebar for a second here. Colonel William Crawford was born in Berkeley County, Virginia in 1732. As you said, he met George Washington, who then was a young surveyor. Uh, they taught him a trade and then hired him to do some surveying in western Pennsylvania. Now, there's much more information here. Somehow, this story ends with, in 1927, a stone wall was erected near the site where Colonel Crawford was captured on June 7th, 1782. <laughs> They don't know where his body was buried. So I don't know how he went from like, hey, George Washington, what's up to I was captured. Uh, but it seems like a very gangster story. There's a battle of Sandusky. Combined forces in the Shawnee Delaware River. There's a lot of stuff going. Did you learn about this for school? Uh, 
yes, my dad took me. Since I'm homeschooled, I don't get to really go on field trips. Gotcha. And the virus was happening at this time, obviously. So uh, the school wouldn't have been able to go on field trips either. So my dad just took me. And before we went to Ganadin Hutton. And I see that we word went- here. Hold on a second. Jaden, give me a second. I'm getting excited. The volunteers were in search of Native Americans who had captured a group of Moravian missionaries from, it's a word that starts with a G and then has an N, which. Yeah, Ganadin Hutton. Yeah, I think we all know that's not how you spell. But Ganadin Hutton, will say, and Schoenbrunn Villages. Well, you had all the salient details while you were telling me this. Cool. All right. Yeah. I'm going to read this later so that I can understand more about this in my personal time. Anyway, what did you learn from this day besides pancakes that look like pigs are more fun than cheese roll-ups from Taco Bell? I learned that it sucks to be in ketoacidosis. <laughs> there you go, Jaden. That's 100% right. It sucks to be in ketoacidosis. <laughs> you did learn that. And so you don't want to feel like that anymore. Is that the point? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, and it's like after uh, Jonathan was talking about that, like, I tried to be like how he's trying to take care of it. And I didn't know I would be like exactly what happened to him. Yeah. So, but uh, so you're doing better now. Is that right? Like things yes. are just going better for you. What changes have you made that have helped you feel better and helped your blood sugar be less roller coastery? Um, I mean, I've like tried to take better care hey, of it. Jaden. Jaden, hold on a second. Our connection's gotten bad, so I don't know why. So I'm going to, can you push stop? Hey, sorry. Hey, no, don't be sorry. Hey, listen, Jaden's doing a great job of telling a story, but the internet connection on your end is getting funky. So I was wondering if we could stop the Zoom call and then go back into it again. Yeah. Okay. So just, I'll, I'll end the meeting, which will kick you out. And then I need you to hit that link and get back to it. Okay. Hi, I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, you're a little clear. Okay. There's a little bit of a noise behind you. I'm not sure if like the heater came on or something like that. Yeah, that's uh, my sister wanted the heater on, and uh, uh, I told her, I told her uh, just try to. I might actually. I'm gonna go into the living room so you can't hear it. Cool. Thanks. (laughs) You have a sweatshirt. My mom. My mom said uh, my sister's trying to act like a fangirl. Because oh. she's wearing her juice box sweatshirt <laughs> that my mom got her. How old is your sister? Uh, she's 18. Ah, uh, that's nice. Tell her I said hello, please. Scott said hello. But she had to turn the heater on because she was cold. Oh, I see. I'm you know cold. you have a heater in your room, right? Yeah, go warm yourself up in another place. <laughs> <laughs> hey Jaden, that's great I'm, i appreciate you making it sound better um yeah so let me we, tell me when you're settled i don't want you to be moving around but um but so you you went through dka that day um you colonel dka i guess and uh <laughs> <laughs> and it just was something you just didn't want to go through again and then i asked you about some of the changes you've made that are keeping your blood sugar more stable. So what are you doing now for your diabetes that you weren't doing a year ago? Um, I'm like, um, I don't know how to like say it. Um, I'd say like, I'm 
that event kind of scared me. So I'm like just not sneaking snacks anymore. I'm, um, I mean, I don't like, I don't do this on like purpose, mm-hmm. but I, I, um, through my pump, like I know how much stuff is like my mom says I'm guessing on it. But, like, I know how much food is. Like, we took a test on it and stuff, and, like, I, like, absolutely demolished it, you could say. Yeah. But, like, I know how much, like, stuff, I know how much insulin to give for stuff, and it just feels like she thinks that I don't know how to do it. And she says I'm guessing through it, and... I, um, just, like... Jaden, can I tell you a secret? Huh? I'm guessing a lot of the times, too. But when I guess and I get it wrong, I guess different the next time. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I do. I mean, like, for pizza, if I'm having, like, free pieces, I know it will affect me hard after. So I do, like... So my uh, ratio is, like, one unit every 10 carbs mm-hmm. so i kind of guess that like each slice is about one one and a half uh units and so i do maybe six if and i have about four pieces i'll do six units and have about four pieces because afterwards it will kind of affect me hard and if i see my sugar trending up i'll give myself maybe uh another unit Gotcha. And it will typically, at least, the highest it will go for that is about 200 if if I do it that way. Mm-hmm. But if my mom does it, she, a lot of the time she's right with it, but I, I'm not trying to be sound rude about it, but she's just kind of off a little. <laughs> she, doesn't get but, the, she doesn't get the numbers. Does she use less insulin or more insulin than you use? Um, She uses, like, she'll put in... The exact number, like, and what the thing I have is weird. Like, it if we put in my sugar and stuff, which I typically don't do because it, like, it just it's weird when you put in my sugar. Like, if you put in your sugar and it's like two hundred, mm-hmm. it will add insulin. It's supposed to add insulin, but like sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. If it's once, like my mom once put it in for one forty three. And it gave me 0.2, but if she would put it in for like 250, it wouldn't give me any insulin at all. Do you know why that is? I can tell you. Why? Okay. So if you've had insulin before that and the pump still thinks that that insulin's active, it doesn't give you more. So oh. there's a setting in your pump called insulin action time. And most doctors set it to like four hours. So if at, let's say at 12 o'clock noon, you eat some food and you don't use enough insulin for it, you mess it up somehow and don't get the count right. And then two hours later, your blood sugar is 140 and you say to yourself, well, I would like to give myself some insulin to get this down. And you tell the pump, I'm 140, how much insulin should I have? It's going to say none because two hours ago you gave yourself insulin, 
you told it you used enough insulin and it believes that that insulin is going to stay active in you for four hours. So if you were to have gotten it right at noon, your blood sugar wouldn't be as high. But if you were to, but the pump doesn't let you go back and say, oh, remember when I told you this thing was 20 carbs, it was probably really 30 carbs. So you just have to, you can override what the pump wants in that situation. If you think you need more insulin, you can just dial it up and give it to yourself. That's what I do. And my mom always wants to put my sugar in and stuff, but I don't really do it because every time like it does that, but now I know. <laughs> Jane, I have to tell you, I imagined that just now when you said that, adult people with type 1 diabetes who are listening are smiling and thinking, Jaden's starting to get this. So good for you. That, that's excellent. Tell your mom to uh, be a little bolder, right? Yeah. 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 But um, so you're learning how to do these things. And listen, man, you're young. I know it yeah. feels like you've been alive forever, but 11's pretty young. And I think if you understand it this well now, you, are you pre-bolusing? Uh, yes. Good, good. And, and I'm doing it a little. I mean, it's typically, um, I, I have a hard time waiting to eat food. Don't think about it as waiting to eat food. Thinking about it as doing something before you were even going to eat. You just, yeah, that's what I do, but like I sometimes my mom typically wants me to wait like twenty five minutes, thirty minutes. So I just kind of watch a show. If I don't eat it like in five minutes, I typically just watch a show, and that kind of helps like bring time faster. Do you have to wait thirty minutes to pre bolus, or are you trying to bring down a higher number before dinner? No, like to eat, like like if I give myself insulin. She typically wants me to wait at least 20 or 25, if not 30 minutes, mm -hmm. till I eat. But I think, I mean, I would do 20, but not 30 or 25 for stuff. Yeah, I hear you. Listen, here's what I'm going to tell you. What's your A1C right now? Um, I think it's, last time we looked, it was like a 7.2. Wow, that's really great. You're or right. a 6.8. Wow. And when I was in the hospital, I think it was maybe a 9. And that wasn't that long ago, right? Uh, Two years ago. Wow. So, you, so you're doing a good job. So you started at a 9. You're down into nine, the... I, I think it was a 9. I'm not sure, though. Okay. But my average sugar, I know uh, my average sugar, like, it's when we got my sensor, it was like, um, uh... 226 maybe and now and that was for like for uh for three weeks or something mm -hmm. and uh now for like a month it is um my average sugar is like 17160 wow good for you you're bringing it down a couple a couple weeks ago like the the uh, month one, the month section was like 124. Wow. So like me and my mom, like we were really proud and stuff. I'm very proud of you as well. That's excellent. Tell your mom I told her she did a good job and so are you. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, man, you're going to keep doing that. So that number is going to keep as you learn more stuff and you have more experiences bolusing for things, you'll get better at it. And the 
blood sugar will keep coming down. You'll start getting it more stable. There'll be less roller coasters. And before you know it, you'll have an A1C that you want. And it'll be easier and easier to do day after day because you're going to keep learning how to do it. The, the real the real secret you already figured out, which is to pay attention to it. And, yeah. and now you're paying attention. I do have a question about the old you, you know, back in the day. I want to try to understand taking food and on purpose not giving yourself insulin for it. what why does can you explain why that happens or how it feels while you're doing it I mean like if my friends were over like once my friends were over uh me my best friend and his brother uh we were playing on my sister's Xbox cuz she told us we could mm-hmm. Uh, she was over at their sister's house, gotcha. and uh, the boys stayed here. She went over to their sister's, and so she gave us all permission to play on the Xbox. She put the uh, oldest brother in charge, and um, so he we all took turns playing, and then uh, my friend, which is the medium child, the medium kid right. added the free. They he went down and got a big bucket of pretzels because uh, I always like the pretzels and stuff, so my mom buys them. And um, he went down and grabbed them, and um, so he was just eating some, and I said oh, please don't do this, please don't do this. And he came in with them, and I said, great, you did it. And so I just started eating them and stuff. And, like, I kept saying to myself, I'll give myself insulin after I eat them. And then I fell asleep playing the Xbox. And my friend ended up finishing the bucket and just left it on the floor. And my mom walked in, and she said, you ate all of these, didn't you? And I said, he ate a lot of them too. Right, right. What stops you from giving yourself the insulin when you see the pretzels? Like when you see the pretzels, what stops you from going, huh, I'm going to have some pretzels. Button, 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 beep. I'm going to eat my pretzels now. I mean, it's just like when I'm hanging out with friends and I know the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm getting better at it now, but. When I used to see friends and I knew the right thing to do, I would always want to try to avoid it because when I first got this, I, well, even today, I like kind of, I know everyone says, and I know I am still a normal kid, but I'm just, it just, to me, doesn't feel like I am. It feels like, I have this, and this makes me different from everyone else. Uh, can I tell you something? And, yeah. Everybody's got something, man. You just don't see it all the time. Everybody has something they're thinking about, something they're uncomfortable with, something they don't want other people to see or they don't want to be bothered with. And the truth is, is that some people figure out how to deal with those things, and some people don't, but you're starting to figure it out. So my best advice to you would be don't worry about what other people think, right? And mm-hmm. not as many people are looking at you as you think they are, right? Yeah. So it's hard to feel like that. But, you know, the truth is everyone's got their own life. 
they don't care about you. You know what I mean? They're not worried about the stuff you're doing around pretzels. And it feels like that to you. It feels like everyone's looking. They're going to bring these pretzels in the room and I have to give myself insulin and no one else does. But the truth is no one cares. Like, yeah. like I, I, if you feel like they do or they're judging you and if you and, and maybe you'll meet somebody one day who really is, then that person's not a friend. You know what I mean? Like your friends would want you to be comfortable. They'd want you to be healthy. They wouldn't want to see you get DKA or end up back in the hospital. They would want good things for you. And and you definitely need to want them for yourself. And Jaden, I got to tell you, man, you have to worry about yourself. Okay? You're first. Your health is first. How you feel is first. And you're as normal as anybody, man. You're 100% as normal as anybody. Everybody everybody's different and there is no real normal. Like, like, I mean, what does that mean? Like, what does normal mean exactly? You know what I mean? Like for you, normal means you have to pre-bolus your insulin before you eat. So don't feel weird about that. That's who you are, man. I, I think you're a great person. Why not just go ahead and be you, you know, you know? And also like, um, it kind of just bugs me when like, my friends ask, like, uh, what are you doing or stuff? Like, when they're concerned about me, mm-hmm. I kind of just wish they would think of me how they used to. Like, um, like just, like, everyone before I got this would, like, just not really pay attention to me and stuff. Like, only my friends, which are like there were a couple friends I had at school and I mean I won't say there was a couple but the only friends I would really talk to at school is um my neighbor and um my friend's sister Mm -hmm. and that would be it and they would be like really the only people I would actually like hang out with like at recess and stuff okay but um I'm not saying that I have, like, no other friends besides them, but those are the people I really only talk to at recess and stuff. And, like, everyone else kind of avoided me. Everyone told them, like, stuff about me and stuff wasn't true. And they just kind of avoided me. And uh, they were, like, a lot of them were jerks to me, and I kind of miss being treated like that. I don't miss being treated like a jerk, but I just kind of wish it was like that still. Because yeah. instead of people always being like caring to me and stuff, like I like that, but it just seems like they're too worried and stuff. I understand. But I think the way to get past that might be for you to just accept that this is how it is and make it normal. Like, do you ever see somebody... This is going to be a weird example. Do you ever see somebody wearing clothes that are really strange and weird and they look super normal and comfortable in them? Like it's their confidence that makes them look good. It's that they're not worried about how other people see them. Like people, some people just feel comfortable in their own skin. Like, do you know what I mean? Like they just, they know who they are and they're okay with it. And that feeling goes out to the people around you. And then you seem, you seem like there's nothing to look at. You're just, you're just the way you're supposed to be. 
And you're always the way you're supposed to be, but you're the one that will make it normal. It's not them. It's not the people on the outside that get to tell you how you feel. You tell them how you feel, and then they'll react that way. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you need somebody to treat you like a jerk, I'm sure your sister will do it. (laughs) (laughs) Every day. Right. See, she's handling you. Don't worry. Jaden, it's you're doing terrific. It's definitely going to get better. Um, you're just at the very beginning of this, which is hard to see sometimes. But this is the very, very beginning of this. And as the months and years progress, and you get older, you're gonna you're gonna do really wonderful because you're. And I'm telling you right now, man, I'm not going to tell you anything different than I would say to anyone else if I was talking to an adult that was three times your age. I would tell them if they said what you just said. For the last hour, I would tell them, you're going to do well, I can tell. I've talked to a lot of people, and you have what everyone who does well has. And do you know what that is? You're trying. That really is the core of how people end up doing well with type 1 diabetes. They care, they're paying attention, and they're trying. And it just gets better when you do those things. You're doing it, man. You're doing great. Plus, you talked your sister into letting you use her Xbox. It sounds like you got a, a full supply of pretzels as long as you don't invite that kid over. And you're doing <laughs> you're doing all right, you know? Yep. Plus, now, Ohio, I guess you lost LeBron. That sucks. But, I mean, other than that, is it a decent place to live? Uh, yeah. There you go. What, what, what would make things, like, what, what's your next goal for yourself with your diabetes? Um, my next goal is to, um, I'm not exactly sure. I mean, get down to at least, um, a 5.5 or 5.8 on an A1C. Wow. That's great. Tell me something about your Dexcom. Where is your high alarm set out? When does it tell you you're getting high? Um, I think it's maybe 200. Okay. I'll tell you what. If you start, if you listen to me, okay? Okay. Pre-bolus your meals, right? Yeah. Pay attention to the foods you're eating, meaning, you know, understand that pretzels take a different amount of insulin maybe than grapes do, or that, you know, just like you're doing pizza might need more attention than a salad does, right? Like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Keep, keep, Keep paying attention to that. And remember that as you're growing, your basal needs are going to go up, okay? Yeah. And so be kind of flexible and remember to change your settings when your settings need to be changed. Don't look at your blood sugar for three weeks going, I don't understand why it won't come down. Like, give yourself some more insulin where you need to. Pay attention to how you're growing. Keep doing what you're doing. You're going to get that A1C in the fives. You absolutely will. And and, And as you're doing that, have a goal of getting your high alarm on your Dexcom down to 140 by the end of the year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the reasoning for that is if you don't let your blood sugar get high, it won't be high. So mm-hmm. when your blood sugar gets to 200 and it beeps, you're like, Oh, my blood sugar is 200. Then you have to give yourself some insulin. Right. And you have mm-hmm. to give yourself a, a fair amount to get it to come down. And sometimes you give yourself too much and you get low. But if your Dexcom were to tell you, Oh, my blood sugar is 130. The amount, <clears throat> excuse me, you're the first episode I've done this year. I'm not used to talking. Um, <laughs> the um, the amount of insulin that you would need to, to make a 130 into a 90 
is much less than the amount of insulin you'd need to make a 200 into a 90. So in short, the sooner you know your blood sugar's going up, the sooner you can do something about it. And when you do something about it at a lower number, you use less insulin. And by using less insulin, you're less likely to cause a low later. And that's where you start making stability. Does that make yeah. sense? Yep. All right, man. You're doing great. Oh, and if if you hear that noise, that's my sister opening up, uh, closing the garage door. She just left. Don't worry about it. It's all good, man. We're done anyway. So is there anything left to say that you that you wanted to say that we haven't talked about? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I've never, I don't, I'm not really able to just sit down on the floor and talk to someone for about an hour, but I've really enjoyed this. Well, Jaden, I enjoyed it too. And you did a really great job. Like seriously, your stories were good. Um, you're thoughtful about how you feel, even though you might not realize that because you're 11. I thought you were really insightful and I thought you shared a lot of valuable information that other people are going to do, um, do well to listen to. You did yeah. exactly what you meant to do, man. Congratulations. Yep. Good for you. Does it feel weird now that we did it? Yeah. <laughs> Was it weird? Like you were nervous. Like sometimes you would text me and be like, you'd be like, we're, we're recording in like three weeks. And I'd be like, what is this? I look at this, Jaden. I'm like, we are. And uh, were you like nervous as it was coming up or no? Because you did a really yeah, good job. Yeah, I was. Um, my mom and dad kept telling me to um, write like something up that I could say, but I kept forgetting. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to say. You did a really good job. And you're, uh, let's remind people as you're going out, you're 11, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you did a great job. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this was fantastic. I, I can't believe you were even nervous. You're good at this. And you didn't write anything, right? We just talked. Yep. I'm great at this. You don't have to worry. I'll take you right through it. <laughs> I thought we did good here. What do you think yeah. we should call the episode? Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to pick the titles. But... I'll figure it you out. You know what? Just for the fun of it, name it Piggy Pancake. I really might make it Piggy Pancake in case you're like, <laughs> that is really where I was at on that too. Um, okay. All right. I, that might be what I do, Jaden. I, uh, I really very well may do that. <laughs> All right. Listen, man, tell your mom. I said, uh, thanks so much for helping get us set up. And I think you're doing terrific. I really do. I, I wouldn't lie to you. Um, and I think you need to keep doing what you're doing. You know, Pay attention to your insulin the way we talked about just now. And you, you're you on your way to doing something really great. I'm proud of you. You came a, a really long way through a lot of... Can we can we curse at the end, Jaden? Do you ever curse in Ohio? Well, no? I mean, Should we're I not? Christians, but... So, do Christians not curse? Uh, I mean... Do we not admit that we curse? Is that the play? Is that how we do it? Uh, I don't... No. You don't know? Do you no, ever hear anybody no. curse around the house? No. No? Really? All right. Well, well. my sister, but yeah. do you ever sometimes. curse? Um, if I'm mad. Yeah. What's your go to <laughs> curse? I won't I'll bleep it out so people can't hear it. What is it? Uh I honestly don't know. I think I'm when you get mad you do though? Uh yeah. Yeah. Uh I don't want to probably push you. probably asshole. Asshole? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good one descriptive <laughs> makes a point but like you stub your toe you all asshole no well no 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 there, but, there i mean go. i don't scream if i like i don't get like say 
that if I stub my toe or anything. I got you. There's I just no- if I'm mad at someone. What about when you're walking down the stairs and you drop something and you what do you say? I just say crap. Yeah, I like sh- And my dad my <laughs> My dad also just gets mad at me for saying like, crap. He doesn't like Yeah, he doesn't like us using any words that could be like anywhere close to being a cuss word like any not- replacement. Oh my god, he would not like it here then. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I curse like all day long, Jaden. If if I cursed on this podcast as much as I cursed in my real life, whew, I gotta tell you, I love cursing. I really do. But save that for You're when you weird. get weird. What's that? You're weird. I'm weird. All right, I'm not telling you my favorite curse word. I think it'll kill you. <laughs> what do you think, <laughs> Jaden? You were really great, man. This was excellent. Yeah. Be proud of yourself. You did a wonderful job. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well. All right. I hope you have a good day. I hope you learned something. Yep. And uh, please tell your family I said hello. Um, and thank your sister for wearing the sweatshirt from the podcast. <laughs> All right. Okay. See ya. All right, brother. Take care. You too. Bye. Well, first, I'd like to thank Jaden and his family for allowing him to come on the show and for wanting to, and for his incredible an honest portrayal of his life and his type 1 diabetes. The show wouldn't be possible without the sponsors. So if you're looking for an insulin pump, check out the Omnipod tubeless insulin pump. If you'd like to see your blood sugars in real time, get a continuous glucose monitor and consider getting the Dexcom G6. Touched by type 1 does amazing things for people with type 1 diabetes, and all they would like is for you to check them out. Gvoke Hypopen is the glucagon that my daughter carries, And of course, we love the Contour Next One blood glucose meter for its accuracy and ease of use. There are links right in the show notes of your podcast player and at juiceboxpodcast.com for each and every one of the advertisers. If you have the need, please consider supporting them through my links. Last but not least, the T1D Exchange is a simple and easy way for you to support type 1 diabetes research and the podcast. The T1D Exchange is looking for type 1 adults and type 1 caregivers who are U.S. residents to participate in a quick survey that can be completed in just a few minutes from your phone or computer. After you finish the questions, you will be contacted annually to update your information if necessary and to be asked further questions. This is 100% anonymous. HIPAA compliant, and does not require you to ever see a doctor or go to a remote site. Every time someone completes the process using t1dexchange.org forward slash juicebox, the podcast benefits. So if you're looking for a way to help T1D research, the podcast or both, nothing could be easier or more beneficial. After you go to T1D Exchange with my link, click on join our registry now. And after that, you just complete a simple survey. I've done it for Arden. It only took me a few minutes. Past participants like you have helped to bring increased coverage for test strips, Medicare coverage for CGMs, and they've also helped to change the ADA's guideline for pediatric A1C goals. It's exciting to imagine what your participation may lead to. T1DExchange.org forward slash juicebox.